This is a tripod broadcast. I would like for you and Bill Gates to stop f***ing with the numbers. The transgendered god, Baphomet. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. <laughs> journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> oh, this is so cool. When you schedule voice chats, if you come in as a uh, person that's not hosting it, you can set up a reminder to remind yourself about it. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That's a new feature. So I did it and it just gave me the notification, the reminder, because it was a couple minutes before, because I actually scheduled it for 8.33. Pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Where's my weed at? <laughs> In my mouth. Yes, well, I know that. These chocolates are amazing, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> and are you trying to talk or no? Are you just listening? <laughs> what's up man well i gotta start it with a cough <laughs> so in answer to the question what's up uh is would you be an appropriate answer uh, i'm uh, i am up i'm awake i went down for a nap at about 4 p.m because i was feeling cranky uh, <laughs> did it help I just, yeah i did i woke up uh i don't know like 45 minutes ago um not a good nap like in and out dozing Right. But, uh, yeah. Well, those are little cat naps. Those can be good. Yeah. No, no, not too That's bad. what I tell my kids. I tell my kids they're cat naps. But uh-huh. uh, <clears throat> what they don't need to know is I just need to, you know, just lay down for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did no, I send you that here. cat video <laughs> of the of the cat punching the chick in the face? <laughs> I don't know. I might have if I haven't. If you don't see it in any of our mutual feeds i'll i'll send it to you it's a it's a cat that smacks a lady in the face for using pronouns oh well, no i haven't seen that one <laughs> but as you know as i'm sure you can gather solid clip <laughs> yeah, yeah i haven't seen that one but uh yeah that'll be interesting oh okay we really need uh speaking of clips what we really need on telegram is somebody to rise up as like the tosh point but like of racism like just <laughs> <laughs> just all sorts of horrible clips over the years. <laughs> that could be interesting, yeah. Exactly. You just deconstruct them just like he did, only not in the faggy, awful way that he did. I mean, he was, you know, he was playing to his audience at that point, you know, 10 years ago. Um, being slightly faggy was in vogue. Dude, I remember when I was in college and I thought his shit was like the funniest and coolest shit I'd ever seen. Yeah, people thought he was amazing. <laughs> Including me. I can't mm-hmm. decide. Uh... So I think my transition is complete, by the way, Matt. I forgot to tell you this. But twice now, I have smoked pipe tobacco mixed with uh, weed. So I, I yeah. am black now. <laughs> and that's not really a black way to smoke it. The tobacco and the weed? I thought that was. I thought that's what the brothers did. No, no. The blunts? Because that's I what mean, I'm. It's in a pre-roll. Yeah, but that's not. That's not a blunt. A blunt is marijuana wrapped in cigar paper. Oh, that I don't have. A spliff <laughs> is marijuana and tobacco mixed together. A joint is marijuana. So then it's a spliff, spliff. according to your technical. Well, it used to be called a joint, 
way back in the day when smoking was fashionable you know when you smoked indoors and stuff like that all the time mm. uh, back before everybody then, got so pussy about the science you mean yeah and then a joint was um yeah a joint was um joint was a joint. transitioned into being uh, just weed but uh what'd you say a joint is a joint did so you, work you uh i went in early this morning to unlock the doors and then um yeah because apparently they had four drivers that were out today for my truck so <laughs> uh the the food rep was blowing me up at like 7 30 this morning asking me if i could change days for my truck i'm like no no i can't right yeah that's that's why it comes that day <laughs> anyway it was some some bs no i'm but. doing that um actually this is some pipe tobacco that uh jesse um from the group gave me when he gave me the pipe and so yeah i did what any good friend would do and i put it in a well a spliff i guess with some I how long ago did he give you that pipe uh, a couple months i think or like two months maybe i don't know why i was under the impression it was years ago oh no 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 that that tobacco would be terrible. No, 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 no. Yeah, this tobacco, he it came out of a like a fresh, uh, I don't know, container or whatever he keeps it in. But he he orders tobacco like online and shit like that. Like he's he's way into it. I think. Yeah. You know, like some folks yeah. are with their wine or whatever. Yeah. Or their weed. Oh, actually, uh, you you want to talk about? We toured a weed factory, didn't we, Matt? Well, not a weed factory, but <laughs> well, I didn't see any weed. It was well. I smelled it in the one room. I don't know if you noticed that when they went in this. It was like the sample receiving room or something like that. And I was like, uh -huh. "Oh, it's good in here." <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, no. So one of my contacts, uh, I guess, is a sales guy for a, a local lab here, a cannabis testing lab here in Missouri. And so uh, you and I got to go tour the place where they where they where they give weed tests. Apparently, mm -hmm. <laughs> syphilis, herpes. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Gayness. They can test for all sorts of things there. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty cool. Uh, we got to uh, got to look around, of course. Got shown some things that it was like, yeah, cool. That's that that I I'll bet that machine works. Yeah, um, <laughs> there was a little bit of that, and a little, and also a little bit of. I assume <clears throat> that what you're saying is very important and highly technical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me, at least. So we had one nerd that was touring us around and showing us everything. And then we had like two other nerds trailing behind and then the marketing rep. And yeah, they were treating us like, Ooh, these big wigs, these guys. And you know. <laughs> they really were. And that's uh, far from the case, obviously. Well, you know, baby steps. We'll be there. We'll be there eventually. Let's hope so. Let's hope. No, so. we will. Speaking of which I was working on the gummies today. Uh, I just took, it was about 40 minutes ago, 45 minutes ago. Just took, Two of the Delta Eight ones that I made, yeah, the agar with the, um, they had the agar, but with the not that great taste. Um, right. Not really feeling anything yet, but I'll let you know if I do. <laughs> um, well, if it's if I mean you use distill it, you, you should feel something. Yeah, the CBD ones I made are in the dehydrator right now. Oh, to do try your new recipe or your new idea with the dehydrator. Yeah. So. The same ones I made yesterday, only I melted them back down, remolded them, let them set, and now I popped them out and put them in the dehydrator to get that. The consistency is nice, but that doesn't have that outside crusty chew that you're really going for. So right. um, 
I'm I'm using the dehydrator. See how they do. I think they'll they'll turn out a lot better that way. I've seen some people mention a uh, dehydrator on um, Reddit. I guess talking about it, but yeah, I think the I, I think the way to go is to use agar um, initially, and then well, you add the add the pectin sugar, and then your agar in the cook, and then the agar helps it set up real fast. Um, because what I've noticed is that the tops on the pectin ones, the tops will get nice and set. You got to pop them out, and it's still squishy on the bottom and they don't oh interesting yeah they don't do quite what you want them to do i think i'm going to try both on my next batch and see nice but yeah it's, it's interesting I'm, I'm learning it's fun uh, quite a lot yeah it is like it's really fun because even going to that lab you know because like that's what i told you i'm like well do we have to do this or you know and it's like well no we don't have to have to but also like I've never been to a lab, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's a whole new, whole new thing. Plus you're, you're, we should, what we should have done is stop somewhere to eat, you know, somewhere expensive. <laughs> and then we could have written that off on taxes. Oh yeah, that's true. So yeah. Ass miles on taxes, you know? Yeah. We got to get in the kickback game too. If we're really going to, if we're really going to make it. <laughs> well, that, well, you know, you got to, you know, like for instance, um, an associate of mine recently had some car trouble and they submitted their car bill uh, after it was paid they submitted it to their accountant because they use their car for work <laughs> obviously as a business person right so it's a tax it's tax deductible the repairs you had had you know the four grand in repairs he had to have on his truck tax deductible because it's the primary vehicle he uses to operate his business yep yep it's all about finding the loopholes Mm -hmm. Shit, there was something I was going to ask you. Oh, <laughs> so I assume you've seen by this point <laughs> uh, that Donald Trump is launching <laughs> or has launched his uh, his own. Uh, I don't. It just looks like a website to me. I don't. I don't know why everyone's jerking off to it, but like I pulled it up and I was like, "This is uh, this is a blog." Like these these were huge ten years ago. <laughs> It it kind of is. It's kind of is just a blog. What I think again. I'm like you. I went and pulled it up about an hour ago, and oh, yeah. uh, was like, oh, cool. And then immediately Googled it, saw what Fox News and CNN and everybody was saying about it, and they're like, yeah, it's a blog. They're really poo pooing it and really talking shit on it, right? Um, which is expected. But I I, I want to see what happens with it a month from now. Well, look at this. Okay, so here's this headline from Google News right now, and I just saw this. I pulled it up just just for shits and giggles. It's a headline from, from Politico: White House, White House. I, who, who, I don't even know who the fuck that means, but <laughs> White House unbothered by potential Trump return to Facebook. Like, what? What is this? Is this national conversation? Like, I don't understand. Like, like this is like X's. Like, why? Why are we? Anybody in the country can go on Facebook right now and see this kind of behavior between people they know. Like, yeah. like why do we need it in the national spotlight? That's the, that's the whole point. It's the whole point. Yeah, yeah well. Is, is, it's Facebook drama. is to lower the level of national discourse to uh, Facebook drama. And not like Facebook drama today. Like Facebook drama from 2012. Where pe and I, people still do this, but back when most people thought it was in vogue to write vague posts about yeah, their kind. life that only like two people would really understand and know that they're throwing shade on them but everybody yeah. else would be like oh what's going on 
it really was emotionally unstable bitches <laughs> getting getting that first taste of attention for nothing over social media that wasn't warranted yeah 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 attention that wasn't warranted yeah <laughs> that's a really good point well so and, okay so further on google news here and i didn't realize this and i i literally i pulled this up in a in a, in a private tab uh, just because I wanted to see like kind of what the just sentiment was. So there's a main column and it says headlines, and then there's all this, you know, blah, 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 blah. And they seem to be grouped somewhat by topics. And then on the right hand, there's your local weather. Okay, it's 58 degrees. And then under right underneath the little weather box, there's another grayish box. It's a different tone than the rest of the site. And there's a bold header up at the top. It says fact check. And then there are one, two, three, four, five headlines within that box. And they are from Snopes, USA Today, Snopes, AFP Fact Check. I don't know who they are. And then Snopes. So three out of five of them are, are literally Snopes links. Like is Snopes, is Snopes news? Is Snopes verified? Like how is that even possible? I thought that's what the Washington Post and everybody had taken over for for the mainstream. It doesn't story. matter. Verification, verification and credentials don't matter if you have... Yeah, but they should the for a, a portal Google News, though. Well, but, well, I mean, come on, it's Google. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. if, if you have if you have enough people who will listen to you, it doesn't matter whether or not you have credentials or not. You have their ears, you have their attention, and they will believe you. You know, is Stephen or not Stephen Colbert, but is um, John Oliver a journalist? No, he's a comedian. Right. He's an actor. But people tune into a show every Sunday and be like, ooh, he's cutting edge. Same, yeah. same, thing, same thing with The Daily Show, you know? And yeah. You, people get their news. But, I, uh, I, but that's what I'm saying, though. To me, Snopes was always just even a caliber below those. But I guess, you know, apparently not. For the front page of Google News, like, under the fact check column. Uh, like, because people just, see Snopes and they think, just like Wikipedia. People see yeah. Wikipedia and they think, oh, this is a compendium of accurate knowledge. No, it's not. And Net so Yahoo people know when they form government in Israel. <laughs> Sorry, I'm browsing Google News. Uh, don't do that. It's bad for your brain. Stop. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So what I'm thinking with Trump does is that he does a blog for a couple <laughs> weeks, gets enough people to follow him, and then there's some sort of paywall that you can then oh, gain the access. Thing? No, no, no. Then you can then gain access to the shit posting platform. Oh, to the posting. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, it's um, premium. It's he's premium already asking membership. for money on there. Yeah, because that's what it is. It's well fun fundraising platform. Of course. Uh yeah, of course it is. But actually, I'm gonna pull this up. There was something that I noticed on there that was kind of odd from the desk of Donald Trump. Got to do these in the incognito windows, right? Uh, from the okay, here we go. Donald J. Trump. Desk or com slash desk. Okay, so down here at the bottom, paid for by Save America JFC, a joint fundraising committee of Save America and Make America Great Again PAC, not authorized by any candidate or candidates committee. Donald J. Trump. Com. Like, what is what? What does that even mean? So the it PAC is asking. For they're asking Jesus for help. <laughs> <laughs> a dime of prayer is that no it's save america jesus jesus christ that's <laughs> that's what i thought there for a second but i was like i don't but i don't understand what it's for 
We believe in making America great again. Join us. Contribute. What am I contributing towards? A great America? Like, what is? Do I get a shirt for that? Like, how? Is, how? What is? What is this? You're just literally giving to the pack, which is his. I don't know. It's money. Yeah, you're literally <laughs> just giving it money to to do nothing but make you feel good about yourself. So, did you notice today? Uh, and I actually listened to it, but the Greg Carlwood channel on Telegram, which I'm not positive is run by him because it says unofficial, um, posted a it's really old episode of his. It's not. What What was the episode? Uh, it was from Crow777 uh, from 2017. Mm -hmm. And it was rather compelling. <laughs> I had never. I don't think I've ever listened to any anything by him at all. And it seems like his feed has gone totally. Like I think he's kind of hot on like energy healing and shit like that now. Yeah. Um, but very very interesting stuff about the earth and science and like all that stuff. He's he, he's definitely read into a lot of stuff because and he's one that I guess had changed his theory over time because it, he I, I guess he was a big proponent of sort of the, this lunar wave and sort of like aliens having you know, populated the earth and are kind of ruling it from afar and all this nonsense. Yeah. And now, and at least as of that episode, which again, 2017, he was basically like, yeah, I don't really like, that's all a dead end. It just seems like it's a, it's a thing. And then he basically says in this one, he's like, well, extraterrestrials, she's like, I have every reason to believe that they're human technology and not, yeah. and not, a, and not an absolute shred of evidence to suggest that they're off world. <laughs> You know, you know, and that's, you know, and obviously, yeah, that's, that's my thing. Cause they keep ramping up the, the threat, Matt, the threat. It's a threat now. Have you heard it? It's a threat. Marco Rubio said it's a threat. Is it? <laughs> I personally haven't been threatened by any aliens yet, but yeah, I haven't. Either. if Marco Rubio is talking about it. Exactly. <laughs> it must be a problem. Yeah. Marco would never lie. It's not like he's the government or anything. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, what are you doing tonight? Playing solitaire. What are you doing? Are you really? <laughs> yeah, kind of. It's terrible. I know. I know. No, I'm just sitting here talking with you. That's about it. Um, yeah, really didn't get up to a whole lot today besides messing with the gummies. Of course, you know, did the normal stuff like did laundry, mowed the grass in the rain, which is nice. Oh, that's dedication. Well, it's. It's either that or scorn from my neighbors for the eight-foot dandelions I have all over my yard right now. It, <laughs> it, it, it was bad. I actually went out and bought some Roundup with, you know, the uh, asbestos and everything else that's in there. Yeah, the glyphosate. The glyphosate. And so I was, you know, at Walmart. And they had like five or six different brand of weed killer. And I'm looking at everyone, looking at all the ingredients. There's not a damn one, no matter who it's made by, no matter what the label is, that doesn't have glyphosate in it. Not one. And which one is that? What's where? What's the beef with that one? Oh, it causes cancer, like for sure. Fun. Yeah. You know, I saw somebody saying today that uh, what was it? The that dandelion is a natural like uh, pain reliever, or no, it's really good for your heart. And the number one, <laughs> and the guy was making, it was like a TikTok or something smashed together. And the guy was making the point. He's like, he's like the number one producer 
of chemicals that kill both us and dandelions is the same company that produce, produces the medicine that we have to use in for our heart complications in place of dandelions, <laughs> which is <laughs> a, a bit of a stretch because you know there's fucking dandelions everywhere. But it, but I've, I, I kind of chuckled because I was like, oh, that's okay. I like that. That's a nice little little circle that you can think about because man, is it jacked up. <laughs> I actually I, I like dandelions. I don't I don't think they when they're small and yellow. I think they look na- they look nice. They look neat. Yeah, not too bad. Um, but it's when they get super tall, and it's of course it's the stigma of you're the guy on the street. Yeah, with all the with tall weeds, six inch dandelions, and then you know three days later, everybody's yard has you know one or two dandelions in it, and then you know all the neighbors hate you because there's dandelions in the yard, and you know exactly who's to blame. Right, the Jews. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I had to do something about them. So I, I got myself some, uh, some Roundup, and I spent about an hour going around my yard, spraying everywhere. It was actually the first time, other than, actually, wow, two days in a row because we went to the lab. Right, we both wore face masks the entire time up over the nose. Which is the longest period of time? Longest time I have, yeah. It was about an hour and a half. Yeah, of just direct, kind of just adjusting the mask, uh, the mask, yep. you know. And it was the first time we either of us have ever done that. Um, and to be fair, they, they may even re- have required them, even though it wasn't the fluhan, because, I mean, you know, it is a scientific lab where they're they're dealing with specimens and things like that. I don't think they would have required them. In the back there, I don't know. No, no. I mean, it, depending on what you were working on, sure, but not yeah, as maybe that one room for sure. Yeah, because there, there was one room that had a device in it that was like a clean room or something. I think. Well, they they let us, which is weird. He opened the door to let us peek in when there was a window right there, and he was like, "We can't go in because we don't want to decontaminate." I was like, "Bro, you right. just open the door." Like, and well, let, we had masks on, man. Uh, oh yeah, we had magical masks on. <laughs> That's uh, right. To save us from the flu, Han. No, I'm looking at this right now. How uh, this is from drugs.com, which is not my homepage, mom. Um, Great website. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, no, dandelion. It's uh, dandelion. What should I avoid while taking dandelion? Uh, avoid using dandelion. Dandelion side effects. Oh shit! I thought I had it pulled up here. Oh, maybe I totally lost it. I thought I had something pulled up here that said uh, all the things that you can actually use it for. Yeah, I don't think dandelion is a bad. Fifteen um, invigorating benefits of dandelion. Highly a bad thing it's that it's that they grow so quickly compared to the rest of the yard right you know and look because in 24 hours that really incredibly there are two different bioactive compounds within dandelion which make it useful in the regulation of blood sugar levels these compounds Ooh. two things i can't pronounce are found in all parts of the plants and may well actually reduce blood sugar levels never mind just regulating them which would be pretty impressive in itself uh reduces cholesterol lowers mm. blood pressure promotes a healthy liver matt you should eat some aids weight loss <laughs> aids weight loss let's see natural diuretic potential anti-cancer benefits good for digestive health allegedly the immune system yeah, exactly skin care boost red blood cell production and that was the last one but anyways, maybe I should take my dandelion pills. Maybe we should get into that business. The dandelion extract business. 
the dandelion extract business. Uh, I really yeah. actually want to launch a yeah. magnesium supplement for Ebels because it it like if you don't have enough magnesium, a lot of aches and pains start showing up. At, at least yeah, mine. yeah, magnesium deficiency, vitamin. Are you, are you? Oh, you're vaping regular stuff. I was about to say, are you? You just smoked a joint and now you're vaping. <laughs> don't worry about me, man. I I don't. You're perfectly fine. You're a capable man. You can do. I don't have no need to worry about you. That's your mama's job. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so I, I cut the grass and then I was spraying chemical. Well, actually, that was yesterday when I sprayed because I didn't cut. I, I I sprayed. So yesterday, yeah, I wore face mask all the time at the lab. And then I went home, got this weed killer. And, and wore it while put, you. <laughs> put the mask back on, back over the nose and wore it the entire time, you know, making sure I'm keeping, I'm like paying attention to which way the wind is blowing. You know what I mean? Right, right. So you don't get the cancer causing. <laughs> Yeah, not like trying not to step in it after I've already sprayed it, moving around, which was crazy because they're just no joke. There are probably 500 dandelions in my front yard and side yard. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Easily. Just everywhere. Everywhere. I don't know why it's you my care. fault. Well, it's my fault because I, when they first started popping up, I was like, I'll just mow over them. Mistake. Nope. All that, <laughs> do, all that does is encourage the dandelions just in, in full force. You know, right. Kind of, it's kind of like what Hitler did in the Holocaust. You know, you kill a <laughs> bunch of Jews. All you do is give them ammunition. <laughs> you know, is that it? <laughs> and then they have a, a pity party, and they're you know, they're uh, instantly. Um, you can't say anything to them because they're the perpetual victim. Right. Which we've talked, we talked, we've talked about on this program before about victimhood mentality. And how sick it is. Um, yeah, it's to, it's really to the nth degree these days. Well, to be the and it's built on that. It's built on that mentality that came out of the Holocaust. That that being a victim gives you carte blanche to do whatever you want. Being a victim um, instantly puts you at the top of uh, any hierarchy. Um, you know, even though you're at the bottom because you're the victim. Um, it, you, you can elevate yourself to the top of the hierarchy uh, through no actual effort because you can just say, you know, mo racism, um, you know, you're being anti-Semitic or you're being anti-black or anti-BIPOC right. or anti-women, anti-women. Anti-anti. Why can't I just be pro things? That's my problem. It's not how it works. That's not how the... Um, the guilt and the blame game works, man. I'm sorry. It, it sounds like you mispronounced Bolshevism there, Matt. Is that what you meant to say? Um, <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps in this performance art. <laughs> yes. Perhaps. Exactly. Exactly. Well, anyways, well, we've got quite a number of listeners, but nobody wants to talk, I guess. Well, they should. They should. They should. Because, uh, I'd like to go back to playing solitaire and watching Lost. <laughs> you lazy fuck. We should give the fans something. Oh, my God. So apparently you can put in a – Did you? can you see what Aaron said in there? No, no, but my presence is my present. Kiss my ass. He said, I guess you could put something in as a reason why you want to talk. And here, here's, here's his. He says, advocating reason and sobriety. Uh, Aaron, you're on the line with the wizard. Uh, go ahead with your uh, complaint. <laughs> Hello? 
Hello? That's my tagline. Uh, that's my, that's <laughs> my bio. At, oh, I've, got to, uh, I've got to balance out the C that otherwise prevails in the chat during the day. Oh, yeah, it is your bio. I see that now. So I guess it puts the bio there, advocating reason and sobriety. Well, that's a lie. You'll have to change that shit. <laughs> like, happy, uh, happy May the 4th be with you, by the way. Oh, no, mute, mute this no. motherfucker. Mute yeah, this motherfucker exactly. right now. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> no, bring him back on. Bring him back on. But the Star Wars... Uh, the funniest thing I did see today, though, was Baby Yoda smoking a joint. And somebody said, may the fourth be with you. And that was kind of cool. It was nice. <laughs> Why no, do you I have to I, so hard for sobriety as an alcoholic, Aaron? Explain that to me. Uh, I'm never impaired mentally or otherwise when I partake. And neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know if you are or not? Oh, my God. Here we go. Okay. This is the kind of shit that I'm talking about. Nothing's real. Like, <laughs> first do off, we, if we are or not. Yeah, Matt, why don't you address that? Malibu rum doesn't count as as liquor. <laughs> it's like champagne or, you know, <laughs> O'Doul's. O'Doul's is not alcoholic, isn't it? <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> Actually, O'Doul's does contain alcohol. It's 0.5%. Um, you still get the yeasty taste from it, but you're not. You, you, there's no way you could become intoxicated from it. I gotcha. Yeah, but yeah, May the Fourth. When did why did this become a thing? It, it's a, a Star Wars Day all of a sudden, and now everybody's posting stuff about Star Wars. I know it's been a thing for a couple of years, but was this just marketing from Disney? Yes. Ah, uh, I don't know who came up with it. Hmm. I think it existed before Disney's takeover. It did. It did, but. I'm just thinking, you know, with Disney, with their, their, all their magic, you know, quote yeah. unquote, <laughs> you know, Go I'm ahead. sure they've been eyeing, I'm sure there's a lot of people that have been eyeing that IP for a while, you know, the Star Wars thing. And then it was just a matter of time before they got a hold of it. Yeah. Um, and ruined yeah, I it. Sent this to you. I sent this to you today, Aaron. Did you see this? September 19th, 2020, Jerusalem Post. <laughs> Disney Television Studios pushes forth with Jewish women at the helm. Number 19, Disney's boss, Dana Walden. Uh, this is from the Daily Mail, 15th of April, 2021. Here's the headline. Disney Entertainment Chief says ABC passes on, quote, incredibly well-written scripts because they don't meet the new diversity standards. <laughs> I did see that. I did yeah. see that. That is disappointing. Mm. Who is shaking the jar, my friend? That's the question here. <laughs> Who's shaking the Disney jar? Of course. It's not, but see, that stuff, and as I'm not an avid Star Wars fan, um, I did watch The Mandalorian. It was, it was enjoyable for what it was. Um, they really did hit the kind of the Firefly nerve in the, uh, with, you know, yeah, the, a little bit. The, the sci fi yeah. with the Western feel. Yep, I enjoyed it. Uh, the fan service was good, but not over the top. Um, but at the same time, you know, I'm I'm kind of the target audience for that show, but not. Um, but it's never going to change. You know these these great scripts from people who are really into the lore, who can give you something that the fans really will enjoy, and it'll be just a great a great story until people stop consuming 
the fluff that was like the force awakens and you know the woke bs which is why i enjoyed the mandalorian versus those movies because the mandalorian didn't there was a little bit of wokeness there but it was it was not overt and it was enjoyable because of that so but until people stop consuming the obvious wokeness uh scripts then disney's not going to change they're just going to keep pushing that agenda because that's what they want you know well, they right, unfortunately exactly. have a lot of uh, Star Wars has a lot of liberal uh, fans. fans. They will, yeah, and, they do. And, that's a good point. They do. Conservative too, but also a lot of liberal ones. Now, Force Awakens wasn't wasn't that woke. It was a bad story, but it wasn't it wasn't super woke. Matt, your two minute rebuttal. It well, it was. A, I mean, it was a rehash of the original trilogy, basically. Right. Right, and that's that's what made it a bad story because they just copycatted everything. Yeah, yeah. The I don't know, man. Like female protagonist, sometimes I have a hard time with. Like, <laughs> I just do. I just do. Picture somebody doing something cool in history. Was it a man or a woman? <laughs> I'm kidding, man. <laughs> Uh, Cleopatra, a woman. Uh, when what did she do that was cool? Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Moving on. She she basically destroyed Ptolemaic Egypt, but you know, no big deal. <laughs> I ran across a channel today that said that Egypt was all white people. Matt, have you ran across this? What is this? What is it? Was Egypt white? I don't know. Are Arabs white? <laughs> I don't know. What does white even mean? <laughs> They're like more cultured. Arabs, they're like white Arabs, kind of. <laughs> well, I mean, we're, we're saying like white, okay? White Arabs. <laughs> There's the episode title. Thank you, my friend. White Arabs. That's good. <laughs> like, did did Egyptians look like Germanic people? No. Right. But did they look like Nigerians? No. Right. Plenty of plenty of middle ground there. You well, know. what's this? Supposedly, there's swastikas in ancient Egypt, Egyptian like hieroglyphs and stuff. There's swastikas everywhere, all over the world, in ancient hieroglyphs, everywhere, no. everywhere. Do you know why? Can we talk about because, why or no? If, because if you look at the if you look at the Big Dipper, yeah, on the solstices, right, every quarter, right, it's facing a certain direction. And that's Polaris, so that's the North Star. So that's the star that never moves in the sky. So if you look at Polaris and the stars around it, right, they will form if you freeze at each of the 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 equinoxes and the um, solstice. Solstice. The two equinoxes and the two solstices. If you if you freeze frame where the Big Dipper is in relation, it forms a swastika. And this is the movement of uh, you know the of the rotation of our planet allegedly uh, in relation <laughs> to true north. Right. Gotcha. So yeah, ancient ancient civilizations are going to look at that and pay attention to that because you know it it, it matters. Ah, huh, that's very interesting. Mm -hmm. Hadn't heard and that so that's why you that's why you get you do see the swastika pattern pop up in almost every ancient civilization because they paid attention to it. As somebody else wants to talk here, hold on. Well, I got to I got to duck off, so I might duck back on, but I'm gonna duck off. So, all right, take yeah. care, and thanks for popping in. Yes, go ahead. Uh, What's on your I, mind? I just, I just like to know why you guys are so happy. Why we're so happy? Yeah. Uh, laughing all the time. Probably the weed would be my guess. Happy in relation to what? 
Yeah, that's a good point too. I don't know, you guys are laughing too much. So it's do it all right. No, do you have a specific topic to talk about or Oh no 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 no. The, 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 this is it's just one hundred percent shit posting. There's no there's no topic. There's no yeah. Nope. Are you guys excited about the June revelations that the Pentagon is supposed to do? In regards to aliens? Yeah. I don't know, man. I I I I feel like it's um uh just another I don't know that that MK Ultra that um what what is it Addison the um here's my here's my main question about this you know with the the you know what the Pentagon's supposed to do and you know now all of this you know we're from here and we're from there and blah 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 my thing is that why now why at this influx in history is it now Oh, now we're going back to Mars. Oh, now we're going to go back to the moon. Now we're going to go like when arguably most people who, whether they're brainwashed it with the media or not, if you just grab them off the street and ask them like, Hey, how is it down here? How is it working out? Are people generally happy? Do people generally get along? Like most of them, especially if they're brainwashed are going to tell you no. And they're going to start bitching about this and that, whatever else. But those things haven't gotten better. They've only gotten worse over the last 30 years, but now it's time to go back to the stars and, and discuss aliens. No. No, on that basis, I'm out because it's clear that that the fact that it's gaining speed right now, it, it's clear that it's just another psyop. It's just another lie. You know, now what the end game is, you know, like that's anybody's guess, I guess. But the most popular theory that I sort of subscribe to or think of is is, is the whole blue beam narrative. Like it's like I was telling Matt about the podcast I listened to from 2017 today. You know, it's the guy's like, I, I don't think I've ever photographed anything that could be described as anything other than human. And this is, the, you know, this is the guy that was, did basically all of his own research. And what did the Nazis have and where did they take it? And, and, and what have they added to it? You know, there's a lot of questions around the whole UFO thing. Um, like admittedly Tavistock has, has said that it was, uh, that Roswell was to put aliens in the mind of the, in the minds of the consciousness and, since then, it's really only just been adding to that with various lores and theories and so on and so forth. But it's like, well, if that's how it began and the whole Roswell thing kicking it off, well, okay, it's always been a psyop then. And whatever we're seeing flying, the threat or whatever you want to call it, is whatever it is. Like, I, I'm not going to deny it exists, but go ahead, Matt. What were you going to say? Oh, I was, what, what's your opinion on the matter, Ricardo? Oh, I think Roswell is real. Real? What do you mean real? The a alien ship crash landed? Yes, yes, but I mean, they lie to us about who the aliens are. Gotcha. Who are they then? They uh, like uh, entities from another dimension. They're not really from an outer space. Yes, but I mean, I would tend to agree with that. But so you're, you're, and you're, or what you're saying is, you think they've been here since Roswell? Is I think they've they've been here since uh, like twenty thousand years ago, before the flood. I believe in the flood and everything. I don't know if you guys, what do you guys think about it. This was uh so this is you're you're more in line with what what I where I come from is I do think that this alien gray aliens from another planet visiting us all this it's just another cover for the experiments that were started after the fall of man when you have the Nephilim the Genesis six that kind of thing and they're not from another planet they are from you know a dimension just like us you know, but the spiritual dimension and they're they're you know, they're being there. It's it's their plan that's being implemented, I believe, right now. 
as as a means of control to to get us to worship the beast, right? To get us to worship them as the gods who created us, rather than yeah. the real god who created us. That's kind of what I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm in the same. But, but for for right now, I, I personally I don't believe that any government tells their people the truth about anything Precisely. unless it benefits them in some way more than the people. So if we're getting disclosure now, if they're talking about it now, it means that in some way it benefits us or them and not us. Right. Which to me that smells like a system of control, a way to get people on the oh my god, Star Wars is real. Ah! train you know yeah exactly and turn it into just turn aliens and space brothers into just another product we consume you know do you guys know that dude uh elizondo who is this mm -hmm. uh, i forgot his first name but it's it he claims to be ex -pent pentagon his name is elizondo oh mm -hmm. you're talking about are you talking about uh the guy from the netflix doc documentary there was a there was a documentary about him with the with the same dude with, uh from blink 182 yeah oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah that whole yeah. crew that's been supposedly yeah but, see and this is the thing though like i was watching a bunch of dark journalists and joseph farrell stuff about that and it's you know in their context it's pretty clear that like these things are failing narratives like particularly that blink 182 guy i think they throw bob lazar in there just just with how many inconsistencies there are with their own stories it's it's very clear that they're just being fed sort of a line of bs and and even i think it was dark journalist who said he's like you know it almost seems like they're kind of testing different somewhat public narratives to see which ones will will sort of latch onto or gravitate towards. But I do know who you're talking about. It's uh, there's I forget the there's another guy's name and then there's uh, some author or something and then there's that guy from Blink-182 and then I'm pretty yeah, sure that, yeah. that Bob Lazar guy too. Uh, this guy Elizondo he I, I I think I've read sorry guys I'm I'm not a native English speaker. Yeah, that's fine. But I, there was this headline that I saw yesterday that he he said he talked to to a guy in Pentagon that he respects a lot. It was some kind of superior to him, and uh, and the guy said to him, "Oh, you you shouldn't uh, keep digging in this subject." And he asked why, and the guy said, oh, "Because we do know what these creatures, what these UFOs and those aliens are." And and then Elizondo asked, "Well, what are they?" And, and the guy said, "Are you reading your Bible lately?" And then he said, "They <laughs> demoniac, demoniac." There was mm -hmm. a New York Post interview with him. Yeah, I've heard um, some of that about the about the demonic stuff, and I I mean, well, go ahead, Matt. What were you gonna say? No, I, I've I've talked to Addison about this recently and told him, you know, he needs to watch this. Um, but Ricardo, have you ever heard of a show called Childhood and Childhood's End? It's an American show from about ten years ago. It was a miniseries, like three hours long. Yeah, I haven't heard based of it. on Ray Bradbury, right? I think. Yes. Yeah. Uh, based on the book Childhood Childhood's End, and I don't yeah, want to yeah. give it away, but it's very interesting to watch and you know how they do they put these predictive programming shows on that show us and tell us what's happening what's going to happen what they're trying to do in part to get us to believe in that narrative and manifest it ourselves but yeah, also yeah. to the revelation of the method to show that to show us what they're going to do and as long as we don't protest are you familiar with it with childhood's end you mean or predictive programming uh both Either or. I haven't seen the show, but uh, but uh, yes, I'm familiar with the concept of predictive programming. Yeah, it's a very that's very good series. Con. I would encourage anyone listening to go watch it. And that's that's kind of the long con if you factor in that Roswell thing. Like, 
you know, that is an extremely long con. Like, and that, and that's why I think it's it's so curious that it's being really, really pushed right now, because, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not looking good. Like, there's no, there's no reasonable scenario that you that I think that you can make for, or a case that you can make for any of the narratives of they're living here or they're buzzing by or whatever. And they, and they haven't already, whatever they wanted to do, they would have already done. Like there's just, there's just no, and especially with the whole, Oh, we landed on the moon already, but now it's time to go back. Now we have to go back. So, well, you know what I said, every, every single U S president for the past, I mean, really since, since Reagan, you know, we're going to go to the moon, we're going to go to Mars and they make some sort of platform about it. And then it never, it never happens. Um, it's, it's a political football, you know, that's used to get people to, to generate headlines that make them look good. Well, the, and, the theory, though, is that sort of splinters that a little bit for me is is that whole like what I told you that dark journalist and, and Joseph Farrell were talking about where Trump has this bizarre connection through his uncle to the UFO file. And so, I mean, and I, I think it was dark journalist that said it, not necessarily Joseph Farrell, but he, he didn't disagree with him. And he's like. Yeah, what we've been witnessing over the last year with all of this like weird Epstein shit and this this huge pushback against Trump, you know, admittedly, even in some cases, way out of nowhere, like they'll attack him for anything. And it's like, you know, they, they make the case that that he has a certain part of the UFO file or knows enough about that game or that whatever you want to call it, because if it is demonic and it is and it is um, spiritual as many many researchers have suggested uh, i think I, I mean i don't think there's a single i don't think there's a single account of a quote unquote abduction where people don't insist that there was something spiritual going on just th- th- they could just it was something spiritual like that's just kind of how they describe it even if they were stone-faced atheists so yeah who knows i mean who, you, you know because that's that's sort of the thing about roswell ricardo of what you're saying where it's like you know it's real they landed or they started summoning them or how you know however the theory goes you know it's kind of like well okay then then is there a stemming of the tide that happens or are we just kind of along for the ride i guess yes <laughs> i mean what, what do you guys what do you guys think about the the technology i mean the, the those videos that the pentagon released do you guys think are they genuine? My personal theory, I don't mean to jump in necessarily, Matt, but you know, my personal theory is that yeah, they're hundred percent real and they're and they're human tech. You know, oh, because, so because I see, I see. Because well, and so here's the this podcast I listened to today that was kind of the point they made. He's like, there is a point where technology can only be described as magic. It can only be sort of explained when it gets to a certain point as something magic, as an entity unto itself, especially when you get into things like the singularity or AI or, or whatever you think about that. There's a certain point where it can only be described as magic. So when I say that it's human tech, that's not necessarily to discount spiritual component to it. I mean, there's a lot of technology that, I mean, just over the limited amount of human history that we have, there's a lot of technology that's come out of nowhere where people are like, yeah, well, we don't really know like how that happened, (laughs) you know? And then there is things like the pyramids and things like that. So it's like, well, did this, did this cosmic war happen before? And that's what some of these things from ancient times are. Or is it is it getting ready to go full scale or, or vice versa or what have you? But Matt, I don't know if you had anything to say about that. Yeah, I kind of do think that it's real tech. I think that it's human. <clears throat> and spiritual. I think that it's human tech. That, well, tech that humans have built. But I also think that it's cyclical, that it comes back in cycles. And if you go to Genesis 6, back to what uh, Ricardo and I were talking about a few minutes ago, in 
you know, you have the Nephilim uh, coming to earth or the watchers or the, you know, the sons of God, and they teach man tech. They teach him warfare. They teach him how to agriculture. They teach him a lot of different things. And um, then man uses that to enslave himself. And if we look at That's the right. tech we've, we've had in the past century, it really is about enslavement. You know, the TV is is very entertaining and is a cool uh, piece of tech. But ultimately, it's used primarily as a brainwashing tool to enslave you. And hey, buy this product, do this thing, play this game, go to this place, eat this food. You know what I mean? And it's uh, it's a marketing tool for enslavement. And so do I think this is human tech? Yeah, I think it's human tech that we probably built. How did we find out how to build that tech? You know, that the how do we how do we figure out how to build flying saucers? It really goes back to over a hundred years ago to Blavatsky and to Crowley and to channelings and summonings that started. You know, uh, Crowley famously channeled an alien called Lamb and he drew yeah. a picture of it and it looks exactly like a gray alien. And they channeled information and and you know, I, I don't well, right, but that's what I'm saying. So why but why why haven't we seen a large scale I mean, and I'm I'm not asking you because you don't obviously know the answer, but that's sort of my question is like, you know, because I, I, I do, you know, I've read into that. I've, I've looked at some of that and it's like, well, then why wouldn't, if the floodgates have been open, what is it? Has it just been a slow drip? And now we're, now we're getting ready to kind of, or maybe there's enough of them summoned and they're like, no, this is how it's going to go. I mean, I mean, who, or all of the above, who knows, I guess. Well, if they find out how to get the tech, right, Crowley summons a demon has a channeling <laughs> they give they teach him how to build a ufo when he goes and says hey everybody here's how to build a ufo well <laughs> then everybody can build their own ufo and there is no there's no way that they can use that technology to oppress or enslave people and so that's the whole end game so i've said this before on on the podcast if you had some great technology like for instance a transporter where you could stand in, in a certain place and instantly be transported somewhere else on earth would you share that and and you were say a billionaire would you share that technology with with everyone or would you hoard it for yourself to give you an edge over everyone else right the answer is obvious you'd hoard that technology for yourself and i think the same thing goes for magic and, and or higher spiritual principles so you know if the demons or the the entities who are pretending to be aliens are coming over and giving certain people that you know they've made agreements with certain technologies there's no way those people that they're going to tell us the truth about those technologies yeah that's what i believe i mean in the in the new testament you have uh jesus saying that in the last days it would be just like the days of noah and mm -hmm. during the noah we had the nephilim we had hybrid humans right yeah and the and the weird tech that might be coming back. That's just a guess. That's that's kind of my whole thing because as I'm, I think I noted this on the show. If not, I know I did to you in person, Matt. Like that's kind of been my whole thing about you know this this end times narrative or or whatever you know. And it's like, well, as in the days of Noah. But maybe what I've been missing is kind of almost what you said, Ricardo. Because it's like, well, there's other things to that story that are are not necessarily because I've always fixated on on where it says and I forget the exact verbiage but it says something along the lines of there was there was no good thought in anybody 
And to yeah. me, I'm like, you know, well, that's insane. What does that world look like? I couldn't say that that world exists now as bad as it is, but it's like, that's a really interesting point because it's like the days of Noah were also different for a variety of reasons. And how did those factors contribute to that ultimate end that's described where it's like there nobody had a good thought, you know, and it, that's, that's kind of a bizarre, it's like, wow, well, people must have been really, really brainwashed against the truth. Yeah, I mean, society uh, is starting to get corrupted again. And but but the thing with the days of Noah is that the DNA was corrupted also. Yes. Because of the Netflix. So too, yeah. And I guess those two things are going to happen again. Don't know. Well, yeah, that's okay. a really good point. Let me let me uh, let me go off on my tangent here. Yeah, go for it. I've said on the show many many times. You, you mentioned DNA being corrupted. I think that's part of Satan's endgame is to corrupt humans to a point where we can no longer have a soul. You know, I think that the thing that when it's when it talks about Genesis about humans being made in the image of God, right? What does that mean? Is it means we you know God looks like us in a body. No, that's it's not that's not how it works. It means that we have something in us that only God has. You know, it doesn't say that the angels were made in the image of God. It says we were. Yeah. So to me, if I'm thinking about that, it means that I have something that will last beyond the annihilation of reality and the universe when the new heaven and the new earth is made, just like God. You know, it doesn't say anything about the angels who were created at the beginning of time being there at the new heaven and the new earth. I think they're part of this reality. And when this reality ends, so do they. So I think Satan's whole game is to get humans, as many as he can, to corrupt themselves to a point where they can no longer have a soul, where their soul is corrupted beyond They're operating on his behalf, you mean, kind of, in a sense? Well, no, just, just to corrupt humanity. And I think that's that's a physical and a spiritual corruption. Because remember, you have to, you were, we're two different beings. We're a spiritual being and a physical being. If you can corrupt the physical and the spiritual to a point where there can no longer be redemption for either, then you know there's one less soul that goes back to to god there's one less person that can be quote unquote saved you know what i mean yeah like satan will will be able to, will be able to say uh, i proved my point right like i mean i i conquered some humans out of you yeah so yeah. i made my right. point took some away. yeah mm -hmm. you didn't you didn't get them all you know yeah. And I think that's that's what it is, because, you know, it, it's if you're if we're talking about purely in a biblical sense, we have a created finite being, Satan, going up against a all powerful, you know, something that cannot even be a comprehended uh, creator of all of reality. It, it's not it's there's no contest there in who wins. But to be able to, as you know, you're being annihilated. Uh, say, hey, I defied you till the end, and look how many people that I corrupted. Look how much destruction and devastation that I caused. Look how many people who followed me instead of you, even though the truth about what was happening was staring them in the face. That's that's the real end game. That's the that's Don't the real deception. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, so, where are you from, Ricardo? I'm from Brazil, man. From where? Brazil. Okay. Cool. How did you find the channel, if you don't mind me asking? I don't remember, man. I think uh, I think through the occultist channel, occult, occultist symbolism. I'm not sure. Some other channel. Oh, no through kidding. some other channel. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah, a lot of stuff gets forwarded around. So is everybody still wearing a mask in your area of the world? Only in places like supermarkets. But uh, we got somebody else that wants to speak. Go ahead. Okay, I wanted to get your take on the Bill and Melinda Gates divorce and why <laughs> do you think it's oh. happening? Oh, for God's sake. Who I was so bummed by that shit when it came out. I really was because like six people texted me and I was like, you're just falling for the trap. Like any, anything like that that's ever around uh, and is made public to where it's every headline in the world, which that one is, it's just, it's of no consequence. There's no meaning behind it. There's no, there's nothing actually happening. Do you think that Bill needs a new handler or does Melinda? <laughs> no, I think they need to split up some stocks so they're not the richest. So it's not one entity that's the richest in the world because the rich hate is going will will be the undoing of them. That's what I think, honestly. If I had to give an opinion, Matt, I don't know if you feel differently. So here's what I've been hearing that most people are thinking: we're about to have a major course correction in our markets in the United States, and these guys who own because Bill Gates, you know, he owns a lot, but. His main source of wealth, same for Bezos, is the amount of stock they own in their companies, right? So if there's a major course correction, stock goes down by, uh, you know, 50%, then they're going to lose a lot of money. They take the hit, yeah. Yeah, and it's the same thing with, like with Enron. When Enron uh, went down, the thing that they all went down for was the fact that they all sold off their stock right before the, the, the whole thing crashed. And only one guy didn't sell his stock. And he was the one guy who didn't go to jail. So if Bill Gates knows this crash is coming, sells off a lot of his stock, number one, that could lead to a market crash. But number two, he it looks like he's doing market manipulation. However, if he has to sell off half of his stock in order to give liquid assets to his wife in a divorce settlement, then he, he's not liable for any criminal wrongdoing. Same with Bezos. Yeah, that's precisely it. I I I do I 100% believe that. But I mean I guess, you know, haha, microchips or some shit. Yeah. But anyway. no, it's 100% financial. It's only being framed as financial and even all the headlines that I'm seeing. Like they're just talking about the oh the amount and blah 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 and it's just like who gives a fuck, man? Like that doesn't yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it, that is of no consequence to any to a single normal person in the world, or it shouldn't be. It is because of the amount of, of control and power that they wield, but th th that should be of no consequence to, to 97% of the people in the world. Yeah. But it's only because our black mirror brings us ever closer. You know what pisses me off the most about the whole Bill and Melinda Gates thing? What's that? And thanks for being That's on the show. appreciate it. You read the story of how they met. He had already had Microsoft going with several people working. She was an employee there, and he obviously had the hots for her. But she was yeah. just like, oh, this, just, just, this, this guy's a nerd. And basically, like, they dated for a while, but she was still seeing other dudes. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. And basically, hey, let me work for you, and you can take me out to a nice dinner, and then I'm going to go home, and I'll go meet up with the guy that I really want to have sex with. <laughs> what you're saying that's not bill <laughs> yeah no so yeah bill gates like i don't res i i respect i do not respect the dude as far as his business practices you know because he's he stole ip that's how he got the whole thing going on and then dominated the market 
through through shady deals and and keep making sure everybody else was kept down. And then uh, you know, I I so I don't respect him on a business uh level. I don't respect him on a personal level. But now it's like, bro, you are a straight fucking simp. You're a simp. You're the world's <laughs> richest simp. And you were so rich for so long, but you let a dog like I'm sorry, but she looks like the drummer for Lemmy. She looks like <laughs> she belongs in Motorhead. She's not attractive. That's for no, sure. No, not at all. She's never. She never has been. It's it, it's like man, you got all that money and all that influence, and and you're still that nerdy little dude trying to get the smart girl in class to notice him. You to know, BP. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't have massive amounts of respect for him, but that I mean, you know. I mean, I called this a year ago when they trotted him out there, and it's like, oh, this guy has all the answers. I'm like, yeah, dude. And then Corbett did that series about him, and it's like, this dude, this dude, just for the last 20 years has just been buying his way to every every mouthpiece he has, every everything that he says is all about this whole like money making pyramid of of his own for all intents and purposes. Yeah, dude's clown shoes for sure. I don't think he's the Antichrist though. I've given it some thought. I don't think he's the Antichrist. Too many people hate him. I don't know. Folks have to really go for the Antichrist. Some might say uh, there will be a spiritual component that will, it'll be so magnetic, otherworldly, in some some sense, if you will, to circle back. Because that's what, like, what with what we were talking about with Ricardo, that's what I think. That's the other thing that I'm seeing is sort of like faking the second coming. Um, And that's, and that's one thing where I'm like, you know, because that's, that's always been the fundamental issue. You can't, the Abrahamic religions are never going to agree on a one world religion. That includes them, not without serious, serious decay or you know a dismantling, which which we have seen in some sense, but in in all senses, I mean, we had the summit yeah. last month between the the Pope and the head of um, uh, one of the Muslim caliphates or, or something. Yeah, yeah it was Islam and, and uh, some rabbi, and they're all like, "Yeah, we're basically saying it's," and that's happened every decade. For the past 50 60 years really right and it's just it's it's just it's ramping up because you've you've demoralized people in their religion to a point where they don't really believe anything or they're very wishy-washy they're very blase about their religion they say yeah i'm a christian but i don't go to church or i'm a christian but uh the bible is well, yeah, that's what I said a year ago. it's the it's the instagram with you know every picture is a picture of butt cheeks, but there's a Bible verse in the bio, right? And yeah, but 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 you but you distill that down long enough, and then you introduce a new narrative saying, "Hey, all of these three major religions, four or five major religions, they're all saying the same thing, but they all got lost in a game of telephone over thousands of years, and now see Mister Alien here, he's he's going to set the record straight and tell us exactly what we need to, to know. He's got um, the answer. and it, it'll all kind of make sense in your religion." And right. some things will have to change, but the main tenets of God coming to earth to save humanity, that'll stay the same. And your yep. prophet, he 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 just misinterpreted what yeah. God yeah. was saying to him. Precisely. Yep. And it'll be close enough to where to where most of you know your garden variety sort of practitioners of those religions, yeah, like 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 you said, I think they'll they'll go right along with it. We we'll be there. Because, you know, well, okay, we just missed some things. Got some new scrolls and a, and I mean you know a god figure here. How can it be wrong? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's uh... coming soon to a theater near you. 
Yeah. Guys, you were talking about Bill Gates. Do you think there's a chance that maybe that Melinda is a male? Like, no, 100%. 100%. That bitch is a dude. 100%. I, I mean, I, I'm all in on it. She's, yeah, that's the, a family. The conspiracy theorists love those those stories, right? I mean, both Melinda and Michelle and other ladies out there. Yeah. Okay, I have a, I have a point to that. And I'm glad you brought that up, Ricardo, because... Um, I've been thinking about this for a minute, and of course, uh, if we go back to some of the ancient, especially the like the occult mystery schools, Egyptian kind of stuff, and what's come out of that, you know, Illuminati slash Masonic slash Jesuit symbolism, you know, maybe not beliefs but symbolism, is the Baphomet, right? The horned god with a penis and boobs. Okay. <laughs> oh, That's that one. The transgendered god Baphomet, and so us we know that that you know the trans movement is a huge thing right now, in all, all the entire world. You know, there trans porn is everywhere. Tranny porn, um, you know, it's it, the chicks with dicks. It's, it's everywhere online. Yeah, yeah, you got the is. trans reading hour and all this shit. And and so. I've recently been watched, and I say all this to say that I think they put it in plain sight, and I think they want us to see it and accept it. Okay, so that's Melinda Gates, that's a woman, that's Michelle Obama, that's a woman, even though it's not. <laughs> but I've been, I've been watching this TV show recently that I, it's an old TV show I really like, Lost. And I'm telling you, I really believe that three of the main characters who present on the show as female are male, 100%. Really, I do, and I think. Is there that, other that, stuff that, online about this? Have you found other people saying the same things? I actually haven't looked into it that much. It's just my own personal pet theory on on a rewatch, right? Knowing a lot more now about different things, like the Korean chick. You mean the the Korean like character? Yes, son. You want right? Yeah, yeah. Kate, yeah. Kate never is another. Which one? Kate, Kate on the um on the show Lost. She looks like a man, oh, kind yeah. of broad shoulders. Yeah. No hips. Yeah, Sun no. Is, she's like straight. Uh, her 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 body right, right. No curves. Mm -hmm. Yes, no curves at all. Um, what's also interesting is that there are many characters, female characters, that in that show that you can tell they're going around brawless because obviously they're on a deserted island. But Kate never, never. She always has a bra on. Always, and I think it's, it's for padding to make it look like she has prosthetics. Yeah, make sure it looks like she has boobs. Um, Ricardo, are you, are you familiar? You're obviously familiar with the series. Yes, I've seen it all. I mean, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, you remember? You remember the character Anna, Lu Anna Lucia? Yes, yes, yes. Fast and Furious, right? Uh huh. Yeah, I think she's yeah. she's one of them too. She she just no hips, very kind of square shoulders, kind of manly looking demeanor. I and I I think that they. I think there are a lot of actresses in Hollywood that were actually born as men. Um, I mean, if you, you if you go, you take this all the way back to ancient Greece, right? Is that there were no actors in the, the theaters in ancient Greece that were women. All the female roles were played by men. That's true. And I think if yeah. you look through, through time, you see this cross-dressing agenda in Hollywood. And even if you go and, and look at... Um, like black actors, almost every famous black actor at some point has, has been in, done something in a dress. Um, 
Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, the first thing he ever did that was popular was a show called Bosom Buddies, which was about two dudes who dressed up as women so they could get special housing at their college, you know? And then he goes yeah. on to be one of the world's most famous actors. They say Tom Cruise was born actually a female too. And that he, really? Yeah. I hadn't heard that, huh? Yeah, but that's far out. And I'm just, you know, I find it funny, but I don't know if I believe in those kind of things. Well, I, I think it's, I don't know if I believe it in either, but it's just interesting that the epitome of beauty that Hollywood shows us is very narrow in a, in a woman is very narrow hipped delicate facial features with a strong jaw right and or, no no pits or the or the exact opposite though have you noticed that because it's like who like female you know like like if you had to say who hollywood would say is like oh like you know you're, you're all around mom like it'd be like a kim kardashian figure and it's like why is it either blown way out you know one other proportion or it's like she's not very feminine features quite honestly like, have you noticed that? It's like two extremes. I have my own little theory on that. Please continue. Kim Kardashian and the Kardashians are marketed to black people and women. Okay, yeah. Whereas the Hollywood starlet is marketed to everyone and white people. Yeah. Uh, I think that especially in America, there is a push to... Well, they want to turn everyone gay, number one. But number two, they want, you know, more black people, less white people. Yeah. Full stop. So you market the big boobed, wide hipped, big butt, fertile woman <laughs> to the black people, and you market the transgender genetic right. dead end to the white the people. Unfuckable android to the. <laughs> I don't know. But that's just, you know, me and my terrible. Terrible racism. That's an interesting point. I mean, but, but you're right, man, because, I mean, there's obviously uh, an agenda going on with the whole BBC porn thing, you know? Yeah. Interracial yeah. porn. It's really strange. And now they, they're pushing those uh, stepsister and, and yes. brought the porn. Yeah, it's and I don't wanna, an agenda behind it. Maybe may cut this out of the final edit or something, but... uh. You know, I had a friend. Um, I had a friend note this past week to me. He was just kind of like, you know, I've been looking into this porn stuff, <laughs> as you do. Uh, and he's just like, he's just like, man, it's just really seems to be centered around like, you know, trafficking, and it's not a good industry, and it's more and more violent, and so on and so forth. And uh, I was like, yeah. And this this is somebody who has famously. Um, defended i guess certain institutional familial ties if you will and and i said yeah it really is and we had a bit of a conversation about the porn and i said you're really not like this <laughs> and it's it's you know i mean there's there's a wikipedia article that that claims on wikipedia in plain english for all to see that uh, you know, and it, it proudly displays the Jewish man responsible for, and this is this is the verbiage that they use, responsible for normalizing hardcore pornography in the United States. And it's like, well, I mean, do we know what we know about the brain and the science and the stuff behind that? Because the, 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 that science is pretty settled. 
Like if you look, if you if you dig like one section deeper into the whole porn thing, like it's it's not good. There's not really any scenario where it's good at all. And it's like, where is it coming from? And where is the proliferation come proliferation coming from? And where is the push to like the whole OnlyFans thing? Like this whole like everyone's a porn star. Like because man, it it only took a couple of years of selfies before we convinced everybody to be a porn star. You know what I mean? Like it's just kind of like. Uh, this is this is not looking good. <laughs> so yeah, but I, that that is to say, I I get exactly what you're saying, Ricardo, because it's 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 concerning. Um, yeah, it's it's not good. I mean, on that basis alone, it makes yeah, me. Yeah. Wonder, but go ahead, yeah. Yeah, you said it's really strange because, because I mean we don't want to be racist, but I mean sure. why most of the co production companies are from Ashkenazi Jews. Right, yep. I mean, also yep. the site and the production companies. I mean, and the huge, huge uh, distribution. And yep, that's uh, that is a, a verifiable fact. So, yeah, yeah, I think you're referring to Addison. You're referring to MindGeek. Primary one, yeah, yeah. MindGeek is the parent company that owns. It's like um, three, four different ones. No, they own a, at least a dozen of the major porn sites. They own Pornhub and many, yeah. many others. Um, and yeah, it is a, just like in Hollywood, just like in a lot of other things, the certain sect of people who are pushing an, an, an agenda and a narrative. It was, you know, the like Ricardo was saying, like the big black cock was in vogue in porn, and then it was trans porn, and now it's incest yep. porn. Yep. That's everywhere. What I was looking for, I couldn't remember. But it's, it's this slow, and even, I mean, even porn over the past 40 years you know it was uh, if, if you look back into this is a kind of a uh, a rabbit trail but in, into dvds right yeah we had something I, I can't remember what it was but it was the it was dvd versus another format that was um, yeah, dvd versus laserdisc yeah laserdisc yeah i'm pretty and sure i have another name for it but it basically laserdisc yeah the reason why DVD won out yep. over Laserdisc oh, yeah. is because that, I, I know the story. It's actually high definition DVD versus Blu-ray, and Blu-ray won three before that. Back before, yeah, yeah. This no, was no, that's, 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 that's about ten years ago. Was the Blu-ray battle? But this was the battle before when DVDs first became a thing on the market. Yeah. The fact that porn in the porn pornography industry pushed for DVDs. That's why it won. And that's why it won. Yep. And so even even back then, you see pornography kind of being able to control the market of of media. And if you look on the internet, I mean, streaming and and videos uh, became a thing because people wanted to be able to watch porn on their phone without having to save a video to their phone. Yeah. Well, and that's that's kind of what I mean by like you know entities or something spiritual because it's like, you know, my son was even asking me about some of that the other day, and he's like, well, you know, how because he's kind of coming online, so to speak, to borrow the verbiage, but but you know, he's coming more into his consciousness and things like that, and so he's asking about like the internet or how it works because he'll see me texting my friends or whatever or things like that, and it's like, boy, how can I explain it to where this doesn't seem like the end all be all of technological advancement and you know basically we're sold the lie that like this can solve all of your problems and it's like but it's also being used for 
so much evil against so many people, even independent of whether or not we participate in it you know, ourselves. Like it's it's still the method of how these things are consumed. He brought it up the other day. I was trying to change and I had had him in, in, in the room and whatever. And I was like, turn around. And he was screwing around just as a child turning around. And I said, you need to turn around and respect my privacy. And he, he had never heard that word before. And he was like, what is privacy? What is that? And I, I tried to explain it to him. And I was like, it means that if you don't want to be seen and you are in a private place, you should have every right to not be seen. And, and that's a, as simple as I could make it. But then I, I started thinking about that in the context of like OnlyFans and the way this whole this whole amateur thing works and, and, and all the, also those genres that you guys are talking about. And it's like, boy privacy does not exist like because of because of this grid that we've designed to consume this type of content and because it's that invasive content it's like boy that's that's really kind of fucked on humanity at the end i mean it's just it's like a bizarre thought that that we've we've given up so much in the name of you know and now it's like it's like a news story that oh you know this thing with the new york post and this redditor who was posting pictures i don't even think nudes um to reddit and, you know, some people at the school found out. And it's like this whole, like, social justice movement in and of itself. It's like, oh, she should feel empowered to blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, and I'm nothing against women feeling empowered, but it's like, how are we arguing that, and this is what the article said, and this is why the parents complained, as they should have, because other kids at the school ran across that kid's mom's pictures, Right. So th that's all something we can agree. Okay. Really shouldn't happen. Those are minors. I mean, right. We're still, we can still all agree there. And it's like, but now we're defending this and saying it's a good thing. And it's a, a independent, like I said, of her empowerment or whatever, but it's like the argument that this is a good thing is, is just polar opposite that it's not, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing that, 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 that can happen. But we've been convinced it is, and and I don't know, yeah, that that's what I don't know that we can get back from, because that when you start really tweaking with our sexuality in the way that that stuff does, like I, you you can't come back from that. Yeah, so. like like you said, you said that in the near future everyone will be a porn star. I mean, it's already happened, right? With yeah. the, uh, you mentioned that site, uh, OnlyFans, and then there's uh, Twitch. I mean, girl, yeah. a lot of girls are starting to. To realize that I know I'm, I'm gonna live as a erotic star or right. born in those sites. It's already happening, right? And it's being lifted up as you know virtuous and good and empowering yeah. all this stuff. Like, that like something that cool, yeah. Like yeah. something cool that is totally acceptable. Yeah, and nobody nobody is really gonna argue and and stand up against it. I don't think, um, or be able to because they'll be called well you know they'll be called all all this stuff you know anti-semitic and and yeah, and, and, yeah misogynist and and that sort of yeah. thing yeah i mean one other thing i i would like to talk about with you guys we, you that guy mentioned bill gates you have you ever thought guys you know that maybe bill gates uh he's not like bad intended like oh i'm a genius and i and society needs to hear me because i'm gonna Maybe uh, he's just uh, being pressured to act like that because, you know, those guys in the position he is, maybe they partake in all those rituals and they stuff like what Epstein had on people. So, yeah. like, so like he's in a position of power and they say, no, you have to say this and do this and push people not with me. 
and push the the vaccine agenda. Right. Well, well here's um, let me let me take this one, Addison. Okay, for sure. Um, I think just like the OnlyFans girl who makes an OnlyFans and gets people to pay her six dollars a month so they can see her butthole. I think that you know, and just like she she convinces herself and deludes herself into believing that she's empowered and this is a good thing and it's noble in some sense i think that that's the same same way with bill gates and with jeff bezos and with elon musk in these guys that have this agenda that they're pushing they number one i, I think what you said is correct is that there is this you know dark rituals and a cult aspect to it where they're initiated and they feel like that you know this is their duty this is their mission to do for the you know the dark brotherhood rituals whatever that they're a part of i feel like they have been deluded or maybe brainwashed into believing that what they're doing is actually ultimately good for humanity you know it it the best thing for humanity is for us to kill 7 billion people you know what i mean the best and and go back to you know a few hundred million the best thing for humanity is for everybody to get vaccinated and have chip implants and be controlled um you know it, the, and they've been their egos have been lifted up to the point where they consider themselves gods just like the queen of england just like the rothschilds but uh, i mean don't you think they suffer from blackmail too like uh he's can, not he's not don't you like, think they suffer from blackmail too oh yeah definitely definitely but i don't think it's it's but see blackmail doesn't make a true believer if you blackmail somebody at whatever point that they can gain leverage over you, they'll turn against you. And obviously Bill Gates with his billions and billions and billions of dollars can find leverage on the people that are blackmailing him and turn against them. So yes, blackmailing small time people, uh, blackmailing the local sheriff or the governor that, that will work. But blackmailing somebody with the resources and the influence of a Bill Gates or, or a Henry Kissinger or a Jacob Rothschild, that's not going to work. What, what you I mean, need is Brian create and, and, and make them... Right, don't you think? Say again? There was Brian Epstein's job to that plane with full of cameras. Which plane? Was this? Jeffrey Epstein, sorry, I, I forgot the name. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was definitely like gathering information and blackmailing people on like your Kevin Spacey's and your Bill Clintons and you know the the those those middle management types but when i'm talking like the real movers and the shakers the people with real influence and yeah maybe 20 years ago Bill Gates got blackmailed by Jeffrey Epstein but at this point in the game i i think that what you really want out of the people at the very top who are enacting these things is for them to be true believers and for them to believe that killing a billion people with a vaccine is good for humanity and is is ultimately a noble and a good thing. Um, yeah, it starts with blackmail, but I think it ends up with brainwashing into the cult and with making them believe the evil that they're doing is actually good. Here's something else, Ricardo. You brought up Bill Gates again, and Matt knows this, pretty sure. Uh, but if not, it'd be a great reminder uh, for anybody who, who who listens or what have you. KIRO7.com, local, local news out of Seattle. December 31st, 2014 is when this story is from. The headline is, Man Arrested at Bill Gates' Estate for Reportedly Trading Child Porn. 
Uh, police arrested a Seattle man at Bill, Ga Bill and Melinda Gates's mansion for allegedly collecting more than 6,000 child rape photos. Rick Allen Jones, reportedly employed as an engineer at the Gates home, is also accused of trading pornography images via Gmail. He is charged with possession of child pornography. The 51-year-old has been collecting child porn for a decade, according to King County prosecutors. I'm not sure how they know that, I guess, but just on the investigation. In 2013, investigators started looking at Jones. They were able to track him down in March after he shared a sus suspicious image through Gmail. While Jones was talking to detectives at the Gates Estates, three more detectives had a search warrant for Jones' apartment. They found 6,000 images and so on and so forth, 133 of which were children identified by police. And the reason that that story is interesting- How many? Is How many did you say? 133, Matt. 33, you said? Yeah, 133. That's correct, yes. Oh, 33. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but and what, what what's interesting about this story is that, you know, you could take it at face value. Okay, Bill Gates had an engineer at his home, and the guy had a bit of a child porn problem, and he got caught. And good for those fine men and women in uniform who, who took him off the streets. But it's like, look at what we're really being asked to believe here. I mean, 2014. So Bill Gates is already on the scene. Microsoft is already on a, is already a thing. Uh, Windows is already a thing. He's already a billionaire, like because of his technological empire that we've been told. Again, we've been told has come from the insane amount of hard work that he's done and hiring the right people and blah blah blah. And it's like, this guy didn't know that there was somebody at his estate who was trading 6,000 images over his network of this kind of material. And we're, we're supposed to believe that that guy didn't know about it. The number one, like you put a gun to anybody's head on the street, almost anywhere in the world, and ask them about first and last names associated with, with computers, and they'll probably be able to produce Bill Gates. That's how prolific Bro. this man's influence is. Bro, I just had a thought. What's that? Like, like He's been doing it all like, along? <laughs> no, like... like if you get enough money, right, you hire a maid, you know, right. you, you get a couple million, a gardener, right? you know, uh, you get real, you know, real big money and a personal assistant, somebody who's just planning your day for you, you know, right. maybe you have a, a massage therapist on retainer, right? Right. In addition to all your money, men. What if Bill Gates was so fucking rich, he had a guy whose only job was to just curate porn for him? Well... It's interesting that you say that. Just to collect the kind of porn he knows Bill Gates likes and condense it so, you know, Bill Gates doesn't have to spend hours looking for the porn he wants. It's just right there. He boom, done. Um that's a sick and, thought. Again, it's very interesting that you should say that. Because and I'm trying to find what people would call legitimate source. Yeah, here we go. USA Today. This is from January 11th, 2017. Here's the headline. Microsoft made employees watch child porn and murder lawsuit claims. Two Microsoft employees claimed the company made them look at photos and videos, quote, designed to entertain some of the most twisted and sick-minded people in the world, end quote. Now they're suing. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they specifically mentioned Bill Gates in the lawsuit. Um, I'm not seeing that here. And maybe that's not the case, but again, isn't it interesting that you should that you should say that as a stoner in your basement, and and that's the only other story about that sort of thing, is that this guy has been sued 
by his former employees for in the name of research or finding it or whatever, you know, and that's basically what their cop out was made people watch things so disturbing that they wanted to sue him because of their PTSD. Gross. So again, yeah, it's interesting. You should say that, isn't it? But that's the thing. It's like, how, how could you possibly expect me to believe that the lar that some of the largest computer networks in the world, you know, are not, yeah, you know. He he was working at Xanadu, Bill's mansion. So so he has Microsoft people working there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very it's a very uh yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't want I don't know. Yeah. It's 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 not it's not pleasant to think about, you know, kind of what the internet is is um doing in sort of a humanitarian or humanity. If you look at humanity as a whole, I don't think, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that there's an argument for it in some ways or that it's not just being used for things like this. But do, do you guys think that Bill Gates knows for whom he's working for? I mean, the, the elite uh, who's behind them, like the Netflix or, you know, those aliens or, you know. Oh, who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, if the, if there really are cults that that are that are running things, so to speak, what what have you? I mean, he's he would definitely be in on it. Like his his, his stuff with that, all his collaborative collaborative efforts with Microsoft and that, what's her name, Matt Maria, fucking Satanist. What what is her deal? Abramovic. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. You know, and it's one of those things where it's like, well, if if something's going on, like, you know, those are the folks that would be involved. <laughs> quite honestly. So yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Anyways, well, how much did we do there, man? It's quite a bit. Yeah, we're we're almost two hours. Um, yeah, we're uh, I'm I'm good to call it quits for the evening. I would like to uh, Ricardo. Next time we do this, I would like for you to call in because uh, uh, you brought up some interesting points, and I enjoyed yeah. uh, talking to you. For sure. Okay. It's not always this uh, coordinated. Usually, it's a lot, a lot, a lot more shaky, a lot, a lot worse topics. So, thank you. All right, guys. Appreciate you. Okay, so take care, you all. Bye bye. That's it. See you. God bless. God bless. All right. Well, this has been Give That Some Thought. Addison, anything it. else you have? I don't know. I was going to let you say the tag. Oh, no. Um, yeah, this has been Give That Some Thought. Um, you find us on Telegram, which, if you're listening, obviously you already are on <laughs> Telegram. Um, yeah, this is fun. We should we should do this sort of remote so people can call in and, and talk. I, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, Ricardo. He uh, he was right, kind of in the same wheelhouse I am with a lot of things. Um, yeah, I, I, li I like that. It's good to hear. I, he he said he said Marina Abramovic a half second before I was about to. Um, yeah, exactly. It popped, yeah, it top, popped into my mind at the same same time he said it. But yeah, so uh, it's good to know that there are people who even See if they it. may not listen. Uh, on you know, in a different hemisphere, who are, are tuned in the same way, in the yeah, same exactly. thing. I can see it for oh. sure. Uh -huh. Yeah, it was good. Uh, it was nice. Yep. Well, any old business? I don't believe so. Any new business? I don't think so. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody out there in Audio Land. Please clap. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay. Okay. Liberal. Yeah, live. Whatever you say. Liberal. Okay. Okay. Liberal.
Liberal? Yeah, Liz. Whatever you say. Liberal? Okay. Okay. Liberal? Yeah. It's fucking fake and gay. Join us. Contribute. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.